Now betting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Hungry for lasagna? Is that what's going on? I hate Mondays. Oh, bummer, man. We've been through a lot already. Back at the studio. Megan Rapino was asked after the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team lost against Sweden. She was asked what her favorite memory was of playing United States national soccer. She said, equal pay. Super tough thing to say. Yeah. She fought for it. She was like one of the most outspoken advocates for it, period. And that's probably why she gets a lot of hate. That and the hair and her sexual preference choices. It's hands down the worst haircut in professional sports ever. I can't think of a worse haircut than Megan Rampino's haircut. A lot of uh, a lot of really bad mullets throughout the years. The um, like the vanilla ice mullet where you shave the stripes into the side. That's a really bad one. I don't think that's the same, though, because I think that's an entertainer's haircut. And that's just her walking around hair. Like, that's not like, you know, when, like, WWE guys do, like, super weird stuff to their hair, you're like, okay. This is, like, your everyday carry of hair. I I don't think it's that bad, personally. You're wrong. Well, I mean, we all have our own opinions, just like all Americans have their own opinion on the politics of the U.S. women's national team. That's a good point. I don't mind this haircut. Also, personal preference. I recently had a mullet. It wasn't the best haircut ever. No one complimented it. Yeah, I got a bunch. You did get a bunch after you cut it off. I do remember that. I got significantly more after I cut it off. I was in Detroit this past weekend for SummerSlam. You ever spent any time in Detroit? Uh, zero time. Yeah, Amory, yeah. time in Detroit? I have not. It slaps. It is a good city. Like I'm, I, I'm glad they bounced back. Hey, because they, they had a little bit of a negative run there. They had a rough run. I worked in uh, NFC North Media for a little bit, and a lot of players said that was their favorite city that they traveled to, a lot of the NFL players. Because feel- everything's so cheap. Yes, no, they set a lot of fun. You don't spend a lot of money in Detroit. They set a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. Also, they have, I, I think I say this all the time. Maybe I've said on the program, maybe I haven't. They have cranes. Everything is just, there's a lot of building going on there all the time. Like, it's on the comeback. Well, I think that's like every metropolis. 
Oh, yeah. There's like perpetually cranes on the skyline. Outside of UNM Hospital, where are they here? Not a lot downtown. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, not a lot downtown. Megan, I'm not, and I'm not the guy who hates Albuquerque. I'm not that guy at all. You guys know I'm not. I love Albuquerque. I love Albuquerque. It's my favorite city. It's it's near the top of my favorite city. It's cities. my favorite city that's not in Hawaii or Southeast Asia. Where they have cranes. There's a lot of cranes there building things. Oh, cranes building things. Yes, not the bird. Okay, there's a lot of cranes in Hawaii. Yes. For sure. One's the skinny legs. Yeah, but also... The me of birds. Very skinny legs. The The Larry of birds. I'm going to take the rest of this one yeah, off. Yeah, that was bad. That was, bad. That was not that good was bad. that I did yeah. that. Okay. Detroit slaps, though. Friday night, went to a Tigers game. I had never been to Comerica. Crazy good. Looks super good. I heard it's um, underrated. It's a nice park. It, if it is rated as nice, that's appropriately rated. Cool. If it's rated better or worse than that, uh, probably not right. It's above average, though. Nice. Yeah. It's see? nice. See? What is that, a six and a half? Right, you know how Rotten Tomatoes tricks you, and they're like ninety percent recommended, but that is not like a nine out of ten. That's just that nine out of ten people said it's better than a five. Like it's like a tricky system of grading. Mm, yeah, sure, 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 sure. That's what that's what I feel like this is. Yeah. I would recommend it. Certified, not sucking. Yeah, yeah. certified, not less. It's not four out of ten. Yeah, but it's not nine out of ten. But I would recommend it. I mean, it's no recycling facility on the south side of Albuquerque. All right, so that's wild. Yeah. Isn't that bonkers? I took so many photos. Were you also that person? Oh, yeah. I got a, I got a whole mess of them. Yeah. I was right there. I was on my way out to Mesa del Sol. I golfed with some friends Sunday. Sure. And I was going to go hang out with some friends in Mesa del Sol in the afternoon. I had to drive right by it. It was in insane you could see it from los lunas 30 miles away did i tell you you got us a spot in the chamber golf tournament this friday did i, for, did I forget to tell you that i believe so yes all right my bad okay so we have to call fun friday woe is me yeah oops what an awful life by the way i was on fire on the golf course no it's been the it's plastics been, plant was on it's, fire it's been well, even more so me. <laughs> I might have started it, am I right? It's been six weeks since I golfed because I had the intercostal strain. I had a little, a little muscle strain in between my ribs and my abs. Not good. So I took a whole month off, and I wasn't ready to come back. So I took two more weeks. My first time golfing in six weeks, it felt fan friggin tasket. It's like... You don't golf for a while, so you don't overthink your swing. You're just, just trying to connect with the ball. Like I, and I wasn't like, oh, we got to tuck the elbow in, keep the hands flat, lock the wrist at the apex. Like, I wasn't thinking about any of that stuff. It was just like, watch the ball and connect with it. You and know I how it's crushing. You know how you're like incredibly boring and predictable and cookie cutter in every single way? You like, know what I'm talking I'm a about? a white guy who golfs? Yeah. Yeah. Do you take this opportunity of taking six weeks off to like reimagine like your golf playlist? Do you come in with like, like maybe like a different attire? Do you try to. Re- like, this is like a new evolution. Fresh start. Yeah. Do you have that? No, that's every winter. So, okay. like, November and December, I do almost zero golfing. November, December, January, I do zero golfing. And I come in fresh. I would have came into the in clubhouse. 
quoting like bare naked ladies. I would have been like, it's been six weeks since you looked at me. Cocked your head to the side and said I was angry. I would have done that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's basically what I did, but just a, a way better job of it. Five weeks so, since you laughed at me. I didn't want to think about golf at all the six weeks. Got to be like longing and jealous of, depression, of the people. Yeah. yeah. PTSD was kicking in because, you know, I love the sport. I love the game. And the clubhouse is like, you just took the hot days off, liar. Yeah, they're right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now it's not triple digits, Mr. Intercostal Strain. Sure. From the Sports Animal Live chat, facebook.com slash talk ABQ. What'd you shoot? That would be a 91. For fun? 91. That's that's good, man. 91 at ACC. Majority of people can't break 100. And by the way, I probably would have shot an 85, but the last three holes were rough Mm. because you know how the boys do when we get out on the golf course. Birdie juice. Lit. Absolutely lit. I can drink a Fred Light a hole. We did. We outpaced that. Yeah, yeah. A Fred Light a hole, and I can still maintain athletic ability. There's it, a there's a little restaurant bar at the turn, and it's like in the middle of a few where a couple holes. Cross. Did you say oh, you were yeah. at? Was and I not could, listening? Did you say where you were at? ACC. Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, country club. So like, there's a little um, restaurant bar where you get yes. snacks and drinks at like, the turn, and uh, not exactly the turn, okay. but like where a bunch of holes cross. And we kept seeing people that we knew, and everyone wanted to take shots with us. Yeah. So we took an aggressive amount of shots, which is not great for your golf game. But boy, was it fun. I, I move around town a little bit and this country a little bit professionally, mm-hmm. and a lot of people want to take shots at you. Yeah. So I at, get no, this. At me. Oh, so, sorry. I heard what I wanted to hear. Professionally, sorry, yeah. professionally they take shots <laughs> at me. Yeah. Also with, luckily. Yeah. Also despite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they all the all of in those spite ways. of correct. <laughs> I'm out in Detroit. Go to the Tigers game. It's a lot of fun. They play the Tampa Bay Rays, mm, and you're like, good. Fred, why are you talking about Tigers and Rays? Well, I'm not. Here's what I'm talking about. I saw Miggy lace a double, and I had like I did that moment in my head where I was like cycling through. I was like, Have I ever seen Miggy play in person? What 21 years ago in Miami, <laughs> and I had not. Huh. Check it off my bucket list. Unanimous Hall of Famer. Unanimous Hall of Famer. Probably, First ballot Hall of Famer. Probably the last guy to ever get 3,000 hits. I don't know about that. I also guess I don't know about that, but you get the sentiment here. Sure. Yeah, watch Mickey lace a double. And what is slower than a jog? <laughs> Full speed Miguel Yes, Carrera. that's what it was. Yeah. Put his head down, made one left turn, and was real disappointed to hit off the top of the wall. It was kind of a cool thing. They had a hit counter up, the whole thing. And you know how we are. You know, I've been in the industry for so long now. Watching games as a fan is weird because it's, as I'm seeing it, I'm not just watching the product on the field. I'm watching, like, the production stuff. I'm watching, you know, sure. it, just, it low key, it kind of sucks. Like, if I'm being real honest. And between every at bat, they're just going to fan camp. Like during the commercial breaks or the, you know, on the field, off the field. And I'm thinking, you're the Detroit freaking Tigers. There are AAA affiliates, including our own here, the Albuquerque Isotopes, who have more promotion and production right. between innings than you have. Baseball needs to be a nonstop from walking in the gate 
overpaying for, by the way, $5 beers so you're, at, you're, at Comerica. You're paying Detroit prices. I'm paying $5 for the champagne of beers? For a proper 16-ounce beer? 12 ounce. At least 12? 12 ounce. All right, 12 for 5 bucks. That's great at a baseball game. I get two for or 10? an airport. 24 ounces, boys, for 10 bucks. Double 50? Well, I got big hands. I can stack them. Mm-hmm. So quaddy fisty. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot. Hey, turn it and shoot it. How do you take drinks? You got two in each hand? So I have four total. Three in one, one in the other? No. I, so I can I can bridge holding two in one hand and sip solely from the top like a like a teller tea. Okay, because you, much like a magic trick, you hold them so close together and so level as you're drinking the bottom one at your mouth, it pours from the top one and mm-hmm. refills it. Friend of the show, J- friend of the show, JD says the average is about ninety five at Santa Ana. And that's with a flask of makers. All right, JD, hear me out. See, that's that's called a golf handicap, not the handicap you score against, but like a real handicap. You're handicapping yourself with all that booze. Yeah, he probably shoot an eighty nine. You have JD's number, right? I believe so. I believe also so. If not, friend of the show, JD, text us your number five zero five two four six zero six ten. If we don't have it, I think we do. Let's do this. Let's get a little foursome together. Because I want to watch In. me, you. I want to watch you play JD in golf. While you play three holes, give up because you're so awful and just drink and tell jokes. Well, I'm going to play best ball. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm, so, I'm going to take it. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to play attempts, but I'm still just going to end up at best ball. So we need to bring pro, actual professional golfer Levi out. Yeah. And then you and Levi. Levi Brockhoff. Yeah. Yeah. You and Levi play, and then me and JD play. So two average little two man scramble against one good golfer, and you're also there. Yes. Yeah. Now, you're pretty good at golf. There's no one in the game better than me at picking up the ball one handed, hanging out from the side of the cart, mm. going full speed. Got long arms. I'm the best at yeah. it. And big hands. That goes a long way. Yeah. I'm like Nolan Unlike Arenado. Your golf shots. Those do not go. No, away. no, no, no. Yeah. But I will, I punch, I, you punch the ball into the ground is the trick. Don't do the scrape. Yeah, you push and scoop. Push and scoop, yeah. Push and scoop. Just like when you're, when you're, yeah. like when you're attacking a bunt down the third baseline. Stab Squeeze it. it. Squeeze Gotta it in the, push it in the ground. Yeah. And then when you pull it up and fire it across and get the guy by a step, mm-hmm. act like you've been there before. Punch sure. in. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Barry Sanders. Hey, if, if whoever I'm with, if it's not, you don't do it. You know better. But if whoever I'm with is like, you get it? I'm like, first of all, don't ever ask me that ignorant question again. Batting a thousand. Obviously, I got it. I get it every time. Hey, Marie, do you own clubs? I play every week. Cool, because we're not inviting you on this because we're tired well, of your nose. I also wasn't going to golf with you guys. I swear to God. It's we don't even <laughs> ask A. Marie things anymore. We just know her answer is just going to be But I, no I golf every week. Right off the bat. Who's on your list, guys? Who's on your list of athletes that have done it for a minute but you haven't seen in person? Because I think Cabrera, mm. Mickey Cabrera was low-key on mine, and I didn't realize it. Sure. Legend. Was, I feel that way. He's probably the second best offensive player from this generation. Pujols one, Cabrera two. Is there anyone else you put up that high? Ichiro. I picked the Tampa Bay Rays and Detroit Tigers under that when you went that game. <laughs> Did it hit? Yeah. It had to have because it was 7-0. Yeah, and I think the, the Seven and over and under was like 12. Oh, was it? Yeah, I hit it. Well, that's high. I know. It, they were all high on Friday. They had that fireworks show, though. And I know that's not really good sports talk radio, mm. but this thing was a banger. People love fireworks. So, hey, 
Stop calling me people. Call me Fred. Fred loves fireworks. Oh, people also love food. Was there good food at the stadium? Great question. So or I, Fred lights. I all right. We're going to stretch this one a little long, Amory. So I it's screwed fine. up. It's Monday. I'm going to get the name of it. So why I'm giving you. I mean, food is one of the best parts about baseball, too, besides the beautiful game and the setting and the vibe and the hang and the and the beers. Yeah, but what you're describing is everything about baseball. It's the best. And I just. It is I the just, best. I know a lot of people have made content with, like, stadium meets. So I'm always curious if you had anything unique or okay. good at the ballpark. So I not inside of the ballpark. I, I did not eat inside of the ballpark. But right okay. across the street, I ate at Buddy's, Buddy's Pizza, which is like. Oh, Detroit style. That's a, the Detroit one. That's like the a famed, if you're going to come here, you're going to go to where? Dion's. St. Louis, you're going to need Emo's. Here, you're going to go to Buddy's. Those, the best part of Little Caesars, which is the Detroit-based pizza chain, is crazy bread, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it's better than pizza. No, pizza is considerably better than crazy bread. <laughs> it's a different category. Oh boy. It's, it's unique. It's a, it's a unique it's, thing. It's bread. Are you talking about? Pizza is bread. Hot and ready? With sauce and toppings and spices. Crazy and bread is better than hot and ready. Cheese. Well, no. hot and ready. No, 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 no. Oh, man. This, is, this, this could get heavy. They're going to charge you like $3.50 for crazy bread, and you get a perfectly good hot and ready for $5. If you don't put pepperoni on it, it's just crazy bread with cheese. And sauce. Yeah. You know, you can, you That's can like order, a pizza. You can order. It's pizza. Yes. Crazy bread Say, is a know, fluffy pillow. I'm not, really, I'm not really into pizza, but can I get an order of crazy bread, and will you melt some cheese on it, and then I'll dip it in marinara? That's pizza, so you let me, loser. Let me get this straight. Maybe you lack any nostalgia in your life. And you don't have fine memories of going to the local Blockbuster and buying crazy bread and getting a coop for a free rental at the Blockbuster and then going back to the house and watching Blockbuster movie and eating crazy bread. Maybe you don't have that. Maybe that doesn't exist for you. No, because we're eating like Texas barbecue and New Mexican food where I grew up. Not oh, a lot of pizza. That sucks. Not dude. a lot of pizza. I'm Just sorry. Good ass Houston food. I go to Buddy's. So it's like Little Caesars, but if you had to put faux brick on the walls. Which Little Caesars has faux brick. Oh, inside. do they have faux brick now? Yeah. Shoot. <laughs> Whoopsie. Did you get like Little Caesars style or actually like Detroit style where it's just. It's just, so I got Detroit. Upside down casserole. Sauce to the edge? Yeah. yeah that's what I did. Mm-hmm. It was all right. It's not pizza. That's a casserole. There was just. First, Chicago, Chicago style pizza. Because it's toppings under cheese. It's the casserole. And Detroit is just Chicago style pizza. Flipped upside down. Detroit pizza is better than Chicago pizza. It's the same thing, just no. in a different order. No. Yes, it's the exact same thing. It's not. New York style pizza is pizza. American style pizza is pizza. Yeah. Chicago, that's that's a casserole. That's a casserole. Detroit's not a casserole. Detroit's a casserole. No. Just Detroit is Chicago style with the ingredients loaded up in a different order. That's all it is. It's the crust. It's... The sauce, a layer of toppings. The cheese, a layer of toppings. That's Detroit style all the way to the edge. No, that's Chicago. No, no, no. Chicago is... Detroit has the sauce on top. Yeah, so does Chicago. No, Chicago does not. Chicago does. No. I promise. Like, this is like... The top of Detroit is like... At least this Buddy's one I had. Right. Which was the... It could be a hybrid. It could be something different and unique. Detroit has the sauce on top. But it's like Chicago in the middle. Chicago has the toppings on top. 
But there's also toppings on top in Detroit. Because it melts through. You pour the, you pour the sauce on top in Detroit. Now, hold up. I think you can get it without the toppings on top. I think I know what you're talking about. Because okay. this was toppings, then top, then toppings. Which might have been like a special. <laughs> it sounds, yeah. It sounds like you got something extra. Uh, what I had was too much cheese. That's what I'm trying to get to. And bread. It's not pizza. It's a casserole. There was a lot. Yeah, it's too much. It was too much. Your cholesterol just flies through the roof. And I grew up with thin crust pizza. Yeah, it's delicious. Cracker thin crust pizza. Delicious. Give me a nice hearty sauce. And Midwest, it's nacho cheese on everything. No, it's Provel in St. Louis, which is a whole nother conversation. St. Louis is closer to pizza than Chicago and Detroit, but it's still not pizza. Bunch of weird Polish communities up there is what the problem is. We have to talk about the NFL, guys. It's like you smashed a whole bunch of saltines together. And put marinara sauce and cheese. As on important it. as this is, Salt- St. Louis saltines go best Wait, with hey, tuna. Marie, you take your NFL talk and you shove it. Yeah, we heard about, you I, on the drive. I did over. it for like twenty minutes while this you is were it, gone. This is what's important in the world. We're talking about the differences in pizza and what we prefer. We are one damn month away from the start <laughs> of the NFL. <laughs> Let you have this. It's tuna, Miracle Whip, and sweet relish. That's that's tuna salad. You put it on crackers. Oh God! No that's mayonnaise, disgusting. not Miracle Whip. Mayonnaise. Why are we talking about this? We were talking about something amazing and delicious. Cheesy bread? pizza. And then you take a hard left and start talking about tuna salad or whatever that monstrous concoction you just described. Blah. JD, text the show. I want to watch you whoop Van and golf. Let's go. Van's golf scores, Amory. film it. Are always, yeah, obviously I'm going to fill it. Van's golf scores are always so low when I'm not around. But when I am around... I have only shot over 100 once in the past five years. I am so belligerently average. I am high 80s, low 90s without blinking. There's a crazy percentage. I don't know it off the top of my head, but majority of even good average golfers can't break 100 on, on a regular basis. So that's really good, man. I'm just a sprinkle above average, just like everything else in my life. My intelligence, my looks, Not your dog. my comedy. I can even, sh- even my idiot dog is just barely Why above are you average. Calling me- now, Fred, he is so uh, dumb. Darby, look, he makes inside, up for it. He in, makes up for it for cuteness and sweetness, but he is also devoid of any thought whatsoever. The first time I met Van's dog, I went over to Van's house. I opened the door. I said, "Hey, I'm here," and the dog ran out. And I said, "Good luck chasing that dog." Listen, <laughs> not, I know that's not exactly how it happened, but it's not far. I'm off. not chasing a dog. You want to chase? Okay. Detroit pizza. I didn't. Detroit pizza, Darby. I mean, this is a lot of inside radio <laughs> I didn't for let our the listeners. dog out. I opened the door. That's not on me. It's not on me. He was excited. He ran out to say hi. He's a friendly idiot. Tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. One month from tonight, the Lions at the Chiefs. <laughs> I was just in Detroit. I told you over the weekend for SummerSlam, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And the hype for the Lions is the realest thing I've ever seen. Every home game sold out for the I was Lions. I tell you, yeah, season ticket holders sold out. First time in their uh, history they've sold out the whole season. 
Well, it's also the first time that Lions and actual football in the same sentence has made sense. What? No one has ever been like, oh, I'm excited to watch the Detroit Lions play football until today. They. When's the last time? Be serious. 95? Um, Megatron? No. Yeah, I was going to say Calvin Johnson. No. Nope. Yeah. Calvin yeah, Johnson. they were. Calvin no. Johnson. Yes, went, they were. He went through a stretch where he was must see TV. Mm. I, you guys are um, also, of course, we don't got to mention Barry Sanders. That's the biggest duh of all time. He's the most watchable player in the history of the NFL. Yeah. All right. Oh, God, I'm about to be so mean to you, too, and I'm so sorry. You guys deserve this, though. Bring it. When is the last time you two losers that people were excited about the Detroit Lions? When... Calvin just, Johnson just was the, the wide receiver. No, there, it's just not true. Well, see, Why? You asked us the question. Give me the years. Give me the years. 2011. Late aughts, early teens. Cool. All right, I'll go with that. Are you ready? Late aughts would be like what? 2005 on? 5 and 11, 3 and 13, 7 and 9. Oh, and freaking 16. Okay. 2 and 14, 6 and 10. Oh, here we go. Their record. Yeah, you're not. The record, that's not what we're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. It's one of the greatest receivers who retired way too early. Nah. Ask the question. Yes. Ask the question when the Lions were relevant. I'll have the same answer. Ask me when they were watchable. It's Calvin Johnson and Barry Sanders. Calvin Johnson. Two of the most entertaining players in the history of the NFL. It's not their fault. The front office and the management sucked. Calvin Johnson retired in 2016 because they sucked. Joining us on the program, and obviously we're talking football for all the right reasons, Brian Brown of the YMCA. Brian, welcome, brother. Hey, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me on. How's everything? Well, we're having a lot of fun. We're talking a lot of NFL football. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the Y as well. Saw you out at the backpack event. Couldn't get a word in with you, Edgewise, my man. You were so busy interacting with so many kids in the community. How's the why going right now? How's the community outreach? Hey, that's why we're out there, just trying to uh, make connections, uh, build relationships, let kids and families know what we've got going on. I'm, I'm speaking strictly from a sports department standpoint, but there's just so much going on this school year at the Y. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting close to filling up our fall sports leagues. We've got futsal at the horn ymca as well as volleyball um, we're out in the community this season for our fall basketball league at multiple aps elementaries middle school locations um and people can find all that information right on our website brian brown joining us he's the sports director at the ymca ymcanm.org brian you beat C-N-M. me to it y- ymcacnm.org oh my mistake ymcacnm.org Brian, you mentioned the futsal. You beat me to my next question. What's the reception like when people start to finally get to play on that awesome futsal court? I mean, is everyone just super excited? Yeah, and uh, especially me. Um, I'm, I'm super <laughs> excited with the the New Mexico United partnership and just the, the um, speed at which the enrollment is filling up for that. Uh, our our five and seven, five to seven year old and eight to ten year old divisions were pretty much full as we laid them out. Uh, so what I think we're going to do, we've got I've got some approval on this uh, very recently here. We're going to open up the 
11 to 13 year old division. We're going to close that one down and just kind of open that up to more spots oh, okay. for those two young, those two younger divisions. So uh, starting tomorrow, there should be additional slots available because we pretty much filled out, um, you know, Let's go. To, to, to my pleasant surprise, that is uh, very well received, especially at those younger ages where I think it's more important to be playing those short-sighted games Everybody gets touches, development, quick decisions, things like that. So, Obviously, transitioning back into the school year, kids have a lot going on that they didn't previously have going on last week. How does the Y adapt to that? How does the Y move their non-competitive and competitive sports around to make sure the kids have access? Uh, pretty much everything we've got going on as far as sports is in the evening. So, you know, it, it's we'll, we'll supplement their their school obligations just like you know just like any other sports program just like any other year uh there's you know new bell schedules with APS and things like that but it's just another another season another day at the office for for our sports leagues Brian I know you're a sports guy uh what are you most excited about for the NFL season coming up you know, I'm a I'm a Seahawks fan by default. You know, I was, grew Gino. up in St. Louis. I was I was a young boy when we had the Cardinals. Then the Rams came in. They were bad. Then they were really good. Uh, it was just tough for me to get on that bandwagon. Never really had an NFL team, um, but I moved to Seattle. Had several of the Seahawks. A lot of uh, University of Washington Husky football players, families in my in my basketball program. So. By default, I became a Seattle Seahawks fan. Uh, they used to get complimentary tickets every now and then. So just out of that, they, they, they showed me love. I show them a lot of love. So I would like to see the Seahawks get back on top of the NFC West if we can do that. What do, you, do you think um, like Geno was this diamond in a rough that was just developed the wrong way his whole career? And what you saw out of Geno Smith, like that's the player he's always been? I feel he's always been that way. I mean, look back to uh, West Virginia. I believe he was he was killing it there. Uh, you know, Russell Wilson came in and and you know, kind of set a new trend, playing the game a different way, a different style. They had that Legion of Boom defense that was just dominant. So I think it was kind of tough for Geno to to make his mark. But as we saw last season, without Russell, he stepped right in and was probably the surprise of the league for a lot of people. Well, and if we're being super fair to Geno Smith. I think you're going to find success if you throw it to DK Metcalf. Sure. Man, is that guy a monster or what? Human being-wise, he's not the same. <laughs> no kidding. No kidding. He's like an alien out there. You have not been yet because you are new to the Y, but the third annual Top Golf Tournament Challenge is this August the 31st, 2023. Driving for good, you can support the YMCA at their Top Golf event, recognize how much fun that is. We've been there multiple years in a row. Contact your boys, 505-246-0610, ymcacnm.org slash topgolf. Brian, how excited are you to get out and, and swing the sticks with us and, and kind of everyone that comes out of support? And how important is that fellowship to you and the why? Uh, I'll start with that last part. I mean, the fellowship, just, just building relationships, nurturing those relationships in the community, uh, it's crucial to to the, our success and and all nonprofits in that matter. And, and it, and it all just comes back to the families and the kids and community that we serve here. So 
Um, it's huge building that fellowship. But as far as me looking forward to it, I, I, I definitely am. I'm not much of a golfer, but I am a driving range type of guy. So this is right up my alley. Are you going to be working? Are you going to be playing? I, I mean, are you going to put it all out I'm, on the line in front of all these teams? We're going to be out there having fun at the, <laughs> the YMCA top the, golf if, event if, on if the, the 31st? If the comes up, I'll, I'll, I'll swing it. But uh, I have no expectations going into it other than just uh, enjoying the event. Talking with talking with the community outside of the really, outside of the no, new futsal. Oh, sorry. Outside of the new futsal, what's what's the other reimaginings for the sports and activities and programs at the Y? What is what is the new next exciting thing for youth sports at the Y? Uh, a little un, untraditional for well, I guess I'm, I'm aging myself when I say this, but um, esports is coming Let's in go. September. Let's go! Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm really excited about that. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to to see the the kind of game room team center setup we have there at the Horn YMCA, but there's multiple flat screens, one large 85 inch. Um, we've got Xboxes banked up on the walls as well as a Nintendo Switch. Uh, I, I believe the, the the initial offerings are going to be NBA 2K, Fortnite, uh, Rocket League, and Smash Bros. Let's go. So, Yeah, yeah. So really looking forward to that. I think that's going to be very well received. Uh, uh, people can be on the lookout for some advertising here in the next few days. Let's go on that. It, Exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We'll be a fall sport. Brian, you're the best at it. we got to cut you loose because we're at the break. But activities, uh, everything for kids is included in the family membership at the Y. I want to be very clear on that. So if you if you become a member, aside from what it, it's like cost of jerseys, Brian, that's like it, right? That's correct. $15 only for members, no entry fee, all that is waived. Love everything about that. Boom. Brian, thank you so very much. Obviously, you can reach out to the YMCA, ymcacnm.org. You're the best, brother. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Good dude. Cheers. We're going to step aside, Amory, when we come back, though. We keep feeding you NFL because you're so hungry for it. You're welcome. Tuning on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. The Jacksonville Jaguars have a new $120 million headquarters, and it has urinals in it, and that tracks. And this normally wouldn't be a story that we would ever talk about. The urinals, though, have sensors in them to tell you if you're dehydrated. What? What? I'm sorry, what? Yep. It analyzes your pee? It analyzes your pee. Now, first off, this is uh, some smoke and mirrors right here. It's got a little pee cup. What they're doing is they're testing for drugs. It's got to be for drugs. Yeah. They're acting like it's for dehydration. This is for drugs. Where did they get these? Did they get these from Joe Biden's White House? What? What? Huh? That's not the joke. It's not the... Because of the... Because it's Florida? Because of the cook. The cocaine? Uh, Too soon? Uh, I didn't put those two things together. I was really trying to... Okay. Um, you try to infuse anything into Joe Biden. Yeah. 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 Thanks a lot, Sleepy Joe. Yeah, and your, and your snitching urinals. Yeah. Hey, Fred, why are you, why are you peeing in the stall all the time now? <laughs> I'm not dehydrated. You're dehydrated. Also, cocaine is very dehydrating, so both of them. Also, this, me and you, who are normal NFL players, we'll just kind of ignore it and just pee at it regular. Yeah. Like, guys that are crazy about numbers, like Tom Brady, 
would be like competition every time. Yeah, I got the most hydration, bro. Ninety-six percent hydration. Gronk, come check this out. Come check out my come check out my hydro numbers. Julian, what's your levels at? (laughs) That's a good one. Or what's really happening is they need to test out the heart rate too. Whenever these guys who are using some court some sort of drug or performance enhancing substance their heart rate goes up and they start peeing they're like oh we don't even got to look at the analysis he's guilty is it like a strip does someone have to like put a strip in and pull it out because i don't want to touch that are they got like a full-time trainer yeah. in there just dipping strips all day like when you go to planned parenthood for reasons and you're like i'm sorry you have to touch this and the personal trainer like has a little uh like a suitcase full of like gum and mints and cologne you got to tip him after he analyzes your pee. Now, also, Amory, I've been to the YMCA a lot with Van. And if the Jaguars want to know the hydration of Van, they need to put this test strip in the shower. It's okay. Does that mean he pees in the shower? <laughs> that's Okay, I was okay. told that's a normal thing, Van. Um, Let me clarify. Full disclosure here. <laughs> Such a good joke. My shower? Yes. Anyone else's? No. <laughs> That's incendiary, Fred. Continuing NFL talk whenever we get back. Moving on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Taking the jokes back for a second. Ex-Las Vegas Raider Henry Rugg spent a month in treatment for PTSD after that fatal crash. This is a tough one for me because of just how heinous this thing is. And obviously the victims involved. I think I am genuinely appreciative of, and I am a fan of, those who choose to make the effort to lose to to learn from their mistakes and rehabilitate and i hope that his mental health returns to a state where he can function but always understand that he was responsible for his own actions and i want very much for he to end up being the best person he can still possibly be after all of this but i don't think i like the media push that I'm currently seeing of it as. Although I guess on the spectrum, he is also a level of victim, but not at the level of, of those who were harmed in the family that surrounds them. I mean, it's an absolutely atrocious event that could have been avoided with better decision-making that goes without saying, but also he has an opportunity to learn from this and turn his life around and use this moment to help people throughout the rest of his life. He has the ability now to change the narrative. Yeah. He can rewrite the story. He has that ability from this moment on going forward. I don't think he's a sociopath. I think he made a series of really bad decisions. Sure. Yeah. I mean, is he some kind of recidivist? I mean, was he doing this all the time? Is he some kind of career criminal? Does he have a rap sheet? I mean, I don't, I don't think so. Not to my knowledge. I think this is a, 
a young man who made a horrible decision and it's going to impact his family and then the family of the real victim's family for ever. Because of your poor decision-making, you took human life away from someone who wouldn't have been in that situation otherwise. He's going to receive his punishment, which he's in the middle of right now, and hopefully he gets the best treatment possible and he has the best support system possible so he can be a better person going forward and use this moment for good. We didn't talk about it a ton after it happened, but I think it's, he was at Top Golf that night. That was the thing. And I think his bill was like 500 bucks. Is that right? 500 bucks at Top Golf gets you some drinks. That's a lot. And I think I only bring up the dollar amount because, how was it? SummerSlam over the weekend? I paid 100 bucks to catch an Uber from my downtown drinking spot to my hotel next to the airport. Because 100 bucks is nothing in the grand scheme. Right. Especially not if you're willing to drop 500 bucks to make bad decisions. I do like that there's Your a... Your team has a ride yeah, service. that's 100% true. To keep you and the community safe, they will pay for your rides. You just wanted to joyride. You just wanted to live it up. There's just, a... Go ahead. There's a person in my life who... No names here. Who struck a pedestrian with their car and killed that pedestrian. This was an accident thing. This was like a, a, like a kid jetting out into the street, literally chasing a ball like you see in PSAs. That person did not receive mental health. This was also some years ago. This had been in like the 70s. Mm. So I think maybe that conversation didn't exist. That person, not criminally in trouble in any way, this is a freak accident, that person would have benefited greatly from assistance. Sure. Yeah, because yeah. they're, yeah. And those resources should be available to everyone. Yeah. No matter if you were the victim or the perpetrator, whether it was an accident or because of your bad decisions, you should be able to support these people afterwards. Because otherwise, I mean, what, what it could just get worse and worse and worse and worse. Exponentially worse for this young man. And sympathy and empathy are two different things, but I have it here. Like, I... I don't feel bad for them. I can relate to it, I think. Also, I'm glad there are things in place post-incarceration to help the incarcerated. I don't, I don't think incarceration should, I, should be a punishment, but it shouldn't be a destiny. I don't know how to put that into words, and I feel bad because I talk for a living. No, I, I get what you're saying there. Like, he, he should be punished. But just because you accidentally took one life doesn't mean you give up yours. Cool. He has. He's in a position to do a lot of good going forward. I'll beat that into the ground. Step away and come back. Whenever we do, we got a lot left on the table. We're going to spend the opening of the 6 o'clock hour talking a lot about baseball, which happened over the weekend. You want to call it baseball or UFC? What do you want to call it? Baseball or boxing? Best fight in town over <laughs> the weekend. <laughs> That's, that is the talk of it. Uh, obviously, I'll touch base on SummerSlam. we got one more fun guest joining us. We have to sneak in today's I-9 Varsity, which is the I-9 Varsity of Airport Etiquette. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal.